Welcome to episode 33 of Tim's Black Table Podcast. I got a feeling tonight's show gonna go over an hour. That's not crazy, because we usually go over an hour. But I'm thinking, I don't know how long it's gonna go. It's gonna go as long as it go, guys. I got a lot to get to. I got so much to say. I got so much to do. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's, I'm privileged. I said I am privileged to be here. I'm privileged to have a platform. Nobody gave it to me. I had to make it, make it myself. Go around telling your thumbs, hoping that somebody put you on. Send me some money, then I will create a platform. Now, I had to build it. I had to build it. I guess that's, that's what some of us have to go through. We got to build it first. Then we get money. Some of us never get money. But that's another story, guys. But, man, we got something. I got something cooked up tonight. I got a number of topics. I want to give a big shout-out to everybody who's been supporting me and holding me down, man. Thank you all. Thank you. Real talk, real talk, real talk, real talk. Because you're not obligated to do a damn thing. I want to thank all those people that support Tim Black's show behind the scenes on Patreon and on YouTube to keep the lights on, to keep me doing what I do. I appreciate y'all. Wow. People that take time out their lives to support this channel. Take money out their pockets to support this channel. Because see, everybody wants black independent media, but people don't really want to fund it. People don't really, actually everybody doesn't want it. I'm gonna be real, man. Most people don't want us to do this. Nah, cause it's a problem. This right here, this is a problem. They want this to go away for us. You do understand it. I mean, if I'm doing my job effectively and I'm saying what they don't want me to say, then they don't want me doing this. It's the last thing they want me doing. Talking to you like this. The last thing they want me to do is speak truth to power. You with me on that, right? You understand this. And the last thing I should be doing is this. I mean, I know I know it's like um there's a sister hit me up on Facebook. She was like, Tim Black, you need to just stop playing. Stop playing, Tim Black. Go ahead and, be, you know, assume the Malcolm X persona and just go and, and say the real stuff. Say, say what's really going on in America. Tell the whole world that they're replacing black people in America every day by immigration to the point there will be no room for blacks left in this country. Tell the truth, Tim Black, and stand on it. Just do it. You got a platform. Do it. Said so, nah, I will. And I just did. <laughs> you know what's sad about this stuff? You know what's sad about it? I just said some of the most earth shattering, soul splitting, eardrum pulverizing. Realness. And most people won't even be moved by it. 
because they're really not concerned about the blacks going away. Because they know they're not going away. And everybody I'm saying that about isn't non-black. There's some blacks that know they ain't going away. They don't care. Like, if this whole thing shut down, they good. They didn't sell their soul for nothing. They got a nice little cubbyhole spot with Massa on Massa's, you know, on his plantation. They got a nice little spot of blood money. They earn making blood money. You know, come on now. They did their thing. See, you got to get something right here, sister. When we talk, when they talk about, when people talk about what's happening with immigration, people lied to me at first. They told me that that was all nonsense, that was all smear tactics developed by the right wing in order to peel votes away from the left or, yeah, they said the left at the time. I was told by people I thought I trusted that there was no evidence of black people getting the shaft due to immigration, that it negatively impacts black people especially, and that that was all a ruse. It was all a strategy in order to keep us divided, in order for, and also for the right wing to take votes away from the Democrats, for, for, for the Republicans to take votes from the Democrats. So something that all conjured up in a lab. I'm like, wow, okay. I mean, I can't put nothing past nobody. There's misinformation and disinformation and all types of crap going on. So you never really know what's happening. Who's doing what? Who's pulling what levers? And I never doubt that there's shenanigans. I was reading a report a couple days ago. It said that they've done they've done studies. There was a Harvard, there was a Harvard study. A Harvard study that says, and they tracked it for over 20 years. I think the study ended in like 2004, 2000 something, right? So it's like 80 to 2000. And that's how much time you need, you need in increments. And they showed as immigration increased to certain black folks, not all black folks, but to there's a certain, there's core sectors, there's, there's, there's groups of black folks that are impacted negatively by immigration. Guess who those black people are? The poor ones. Yes, the non-skilled, unskilled type labor, they, that's what they call it. You know, those crucial services. What's that word we use during the, during the shutdowns, the lockdowns that we're using a lot? Essential workers. Those are the black people that get the shaft. Those are the black people losing out. Those are the black people that get replaced. Oh, there goes that word. It just means you don't get hired. It just means you don't get hired. It means you go to jail. A lot of things happen when you take money out of a community. Crime rate goes up. Death rate goes up. Suicide rate goes up. Abuse rate goes up. All these things happen. All those things are being tracked. And it's to a certain, certain sectors 
of our of our society that are impacted. Most most it's not everybody. It's the people on the bottom. The people on the bottom get hurt the most, and the people on the bottom have the least the least amount of power and voice. So no one wants to talk about it. Hell, not even the Republicans talk about it because Republicans don't care about poor people either. It would help them, but they don't talk about it because they really don't care about that. I mean, they'll talk about it enough to win votes from poor white people, but they're not really trying to change anything. They're not really trying to stop it. And not for the reasons that you want them to. Not because they care about poor black people getting the shaft on the bottom. That ain't why. Hey, they're still pissed off that in Biden's little American rescue plan, that he had a pause for small businesses that had employees of less than 20 have two weeks head started filing their paperwork. They were upset about that. They said, that's race-based. That's race-based. As if white businesses don't have businesses that employ 20 people or less. I got a damn good friend in West Virginia. He's white. I don't think he has more than 20 employees. Most black businesses are solopreneurships. The point is this, guys. I'm not going to back away from nothing but the kitchen table when I get full. You understand what I'm saying? And any topic, we will address it. Problem is, we're going to address it full on, straight on, head on. And we're going to let the chips fall where they may. That's those that hurt your feelings and those that inspire your feelings. But we're not going to pick and choose. We're going to say the truth. I'm so glad I've been doing my best to rebuild my audience because I'm sure the people that watch the Tim Black Show care about what I just said. They care that black people, when other people go, yay, feed us, bring in the huddle masses, that there are black people struggling. Struggling, folks. Struggling at the bottom. And they're hurt by it. The jobs are leaving. Because whether you want to believe it or not, America's very racist. And they'll hire somebody with brown skin over somebody with black, someone with black skin, especially, look, and look, especially if they can pay them less. They do that with white people too. They'll, be, they'll pay you less. Some people are so programmed, right, they can't, they can't wrap their head around something that's different than the mainstream media narrative. Black people are too much of a pain in the ass, man. We want rights and stuff. What Malcolm X say? Ain't no such thing as a second-class citizen. You're either a citizen or you're not. We ain't been citizens. We ain't become citizens till like 1970. I mean, if you couldn't vote, how could you say you was a citizen? If you couldn't sit wherever you wanted on a bus or in a cafe, how could you say that you were a citizen? How could you tell black people they were citizens? How could you not understand reparations? Ah, they just don't care. They just don't care, man. I mean, it's very obvious. I'm not going to be gaslit anymore. It's not about convincing anybody of anything. They don't want to know. They're worried about themselves. They're worried about themselves, and they have a right to worry about themselves. 
Everybody has the right to worry about themselves. It's a poor excuse for a society. It's not what we call ethics. But I understand it. I get it. This experiment, this capitalist experiment called America, what we got going on here is taken and used and chewed up people as the fuel of the engine to build this monstrosity. Use our blood, our sweat, our toil. Destroy dreams, lives, hopes, families, all in the pursuit of greed. It's still going on. We got some people dumb enough to be worried about tie colors. He got on a red tie. He got on a blue tie. But your hands are still tied behind your back. So, yeah, sister, to answer your question, we will talk about immigration. We will talk about the effects that it has on the black community. And I will do my best to enlighten folks to really the impact of this. But know this, the reason why it's not being addressed in media the reason why some of these huge channels, huge channels, I don't care if it's, Tim, why you got to name names, dog? Come on now. None of them talk about it. That in a meaningful way for our benefit. When Newsmax or Fox or The Blaze or any of these guys, Daily Wire, when they talk about it, they're not talking about it because they give a shit about black people. They still don't even understand what we're upset about. Prager University. Dead-eyed zombies. Regurgitating talking points that make us look like we're lazy. Hey, hey, hey. We're going to get to it all. We're going to get to it all on this channel. That's not exactly the way I wanted this show to start, but it's okay, right? I mean, we can have an honest conversation. We can have an honest conversation. We can keep it a buck because we want the real, right? That's what we want. That's what everybody says they want. They want the real. They want the unvarnished truth, the reality. And that's what it is. They say, Tim, that's what it is, bro. Tell it. It's a three-alarm fire going on in the black community, and they don't care. They're like, let that mother burn. There's something on Netflix. Hey, guess who got traded to the Bulls? Oh, my God, who's dating Kim Kardashian? You hear what Lil Boosie said about Charleston White? 
Will Smith's mad Chris Rock. Elon Musk is an anti-Semite. Joe Rogan puts out the best shows. Meanwhile, we dying. See, people died all at once. It's called what? It's a catastrophe. But if we die slow, but steadily for the last 30 years, it's nothing to see there. So, yeah, we're going to talk about immigration. We're going to talk about a lot of things on this channel. We will not be afraid of the repercussions of it because we can't control repercussions. We brace for them. And when they come, they come. There's a percentage. As, in, as immigration expands, they saw a direct correlation between jail time for people that look like me. Now, not my age group. Younger black folks. They tell you, oh, these, these blacks don't work these jobs. Who was working them before? So here we go. You're not being fair. You're not being fair to the, the immigrants. You're preaching hatred against immigrants. Trying to save black people's lives in America, man. Obviously, based on your response, seems like the immigrants got enough support. It's black people that don't. Feel what I'm saying? But that's not it. That's not all. That's not all. This is a good place to start because we're talking about hypocrisy. So let's just kind of keep a through line with hypocrisy. Let's keep a through line with hypocrisy. P. Diddy. I don't know. I look, I don't know. People got different names for him. P. Diddy said in a lawsuit, right? What? He said in a lawsuit. Come on, Tim. Get to it, brother. Here it goes. Sean Diddy Combs and Cassie reached settlement day after lawsuit accused him of rape. Singer Cassie filed a lawsuit Thursday against Diddy. Terms of the settlement were not disclosed. So everybody heard about this by now, I'm sure. We all know about it. We all know about what happened here. But those who don't know, quickly, very quickly, 60 seconds. Cassie used to be Diddy's girlfriend back in the day. Back when she was just 19 or 18 or something like that, she was in a relationship with Diddy. She said he did things to her, like make her take drugs, and he abused her and uh, made her do things, and he raped her. That was what her allegations said. Now, this was 20 years, 25, I don't know. Long time ago, right? Not long Passed the statute of limitations. 
So the only thing that can be done about this is a civil lawsuit. And that's what she launched, a civil lawsuit. According to statements that were put out by Diddy's lawyers, she won a 30, 30 mil. He, uh, they, they, they did not put that they offered a eight figures. So at least $10 million were offered. She turned that down. She filed a lawsuit. It was out there for one day, and then they settled. Of course, if you want to know more about what the allegations were in the civil lawsuit, I'm going to have to tell you to go look at the Internet. You're already on the Internet, so it's easy. Plus, it was hideous stuff. I don't want to repeat it. I'm not saying he was guilty or innocent or any of that because that's not my place. It's not my place to say that. I'm just saying there were allegations. And then a thing happens, it happens in pretty much all civil lawsuits. They're settled. Every civil lawsuit I've ever heard of was settled at some point. That's why people bring civil lawsuits, to get money. They don't bring them for any other reason. That's what, a, that's what a criminal lawsuit is for. A criminal lawsuit is to put somebody in jail. A civil lawsuit is to pick up money. You can be righteous or unrighteous or whatever your perception is of that person and what their motives are. That's what a civil lawsuit's for. Did the conditions of the civil lawsuit, this situation was a settlement was reached and an undisclosed amount of money was transferred, I guess. We're assuming. She went a 30 mil. Go ahead and pontificate. My thing that finds it so hilarious, and I, I don't know why I say hilarious. It's like a, a knee-jerk thing to say something is funny or hilarious or weird. What I'm dumbfounded by is the people that are putting out content where they're afraid to talk about this. Then there are people that are talking about it because you know, obviously, they got to ask the ground with Diddy because they're competition with Diddy. And all this is going on at the same time. We got people that are talking about it. Hell, I saw somebody put out content basically saying they won't be talking about it. Yeah, their content was to say, why are you asking me to talk about this thing I don't want to talk about? And here I am not going to talk about this thing, but I'm just talking about it, but I'm not talking about it. Yeah, that capitalism thing be working, don't it? Basically, they made money off not talking about a topic by saying they weren't going to talk about it. And then they, they act a little bit offended, a little offended that they were being questioned to talk about it because they know Puffy. Okay, what the hell? I'm talking about Joe Budden. I don't got time for this, man. I got no problems with Joe Budden. Joe Budden's a trailblazer. I just find it funny. There I go again. See, it's a, it's a kink. It's a, it's a reflex. <sighs> Joe Biden, the people, people that wanted you to talk about this, there's a couple of different groups of people that wanted you to talk about Diddy's situation because, hey, look, it's Hollywood. And what goes on in Hollywood is some disgusting shameless, desperate, heinous, toxic 
beautiful things. And people want you to talk about it because they're appalled by it. Some of people, some people I think are actually appalled by it. Some some people. Others just want some 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 drama in their lives because their lives are not drama free or drama enough. Yeah, they're too free of drama. Then there are those who want to escape their own personal drama. But at the end of the day, I think there's a large group of people that want friends of Diddy to call Diddy out on this because it's a thing called ethics. And that's crazy in our society that anybody will be thinking about ethics. But some of us do. Some of us do. We got people talking about Diddy. And it's not just Diddy, man. It's our whole system. Don't you understand? The whole system is horrible. Hollywood is garbage. Hollywood, the music industry, all these industries. What Cassie is, what Cassie accused P. Diddy of is what this system does to women. And men. It uses them, chews them up, and spits them out. Use them, choose them up, spit them out. And there are those that are in that system who are predators. And that's what that system does, and that's what they do. And that's probably what happened to them as well. That's just an ongoing cycle of what the system does. And whether it's Diddy, <clears throat> whether it's Diddy or Harvey Weinstein or whoever it is, or What's the little short dude, the little short white dude, Jewish guy? Like, he's like a god to them. He would have married his wife's daughter. He still has a career. Jesus Christ. So look, I'm not saying that what Diddy did or didn't do. Once again, I don't know what Diddy did or didn't do. What he took or didn't, what he took or didn't take, or none of that. What I'm saying is that it's our entire system is full of it's a, it's full of stories like this. But what's crazy? What is crazy? It's us thinking something's going to change. It's us living in this debauchery like this. We're, we're witnessing this. And then we see somebody come down the red carpet or somebody has a beautiful life where they get a lot of money, but the demons they have, oh my God, Johnson, be careful what you wish for. Be careful what you wish for. Settlement does not mean guilt, but it also does not mean innocence. It does not mean and what was done to Cassie, if anything was done, it doesn't mean that that wasn't the worst thing that we could, could be done to a human being. Short of murder. But, you know, hey. Gotta get the views up. Gotta, gotta, ooh, it's right now. My, my talking, the talk, they're like, oh, the talking points. Ooh, come out with the talking points. This business is no place for a righteous soul. 
Try to be the right. Try to be right. Try to be right. Settling this lawsuit will not make this go away. In fact, I expect more people to come out of the rafters like, oh, you paying people now. Because what is smoke? It's fire. What will it mean? It'll mean whatever you want it to mean, people. Whatever you want to, whatever you think it means is what it means. Because you're going to never have clarity. You're never going to be 100% sure. Always, whatever you doubt or think in your head, whatever preconceived notion that you have will be the reality that you believe. It's so big. We traffic people in this country. From the back page CEO who committed suicide to the back page CEO who just got convicted of one count of something. It is what it is. Wow. Wow, 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 wow. People want to, let's not pretend that we got some, let's not pretend we got some saints living amongst us. Let's not pretend that these people, with all this power and all this money in this crooked-ass system that's full of debauchery and shameless, toxic, like, doggy, dog, predatory scumbags. That's not pretending. That's not happening. Every day. Every day. Not just every day. Hell, every minute. What's so Hulu? What's so Prime? Who went gold? Who went platinum? Who got the bag? Let's move on, guys. Let's move on. I don't want to stay there too long. We got too much to do, Tim Black. We got too much to do, Tim. Let's go to something light. I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get it. We're about to get off into some politics. But I want to get this too. I want to get this out there. Because this is it, this is important, guys. This bothers me. It really does. Snoop Dogg says he quits weed. Yo. Snoop quit smoking weed. And I'm happy he quit. I'm glad he quit. What I'm upset about is not that he quit smoking weed. I'm upset about the people that are upset that he quit smoking weed. I'm upset about the people that say they need to know more about what Snoop quite quit. Get his brother time in order to do this, to come out and say why he did whatever he did. But here's the thing, guys. Whatever we do, it gives us a little bit more time to do some things and touch more lives, hopefully in a positive way. Whatever we can do to fight this fight, to fight, look, man, as a black man, I'm going to leave my, I'm going, I know I'm going to leave. We all going to leave. I know I'm going to leave. Except reality that you are, you are in a limited time. And getting out of getting's good. But you're going to be leaving your kids to this place. You're going to be leaving your grandkids to this place. And that's more important 
and how much time you can spend with them, nurturing them, building them, creating something for them so that they can go forth stronger and better than you and at least have a fighting chance in this horrible system. That's how I look at it. I don't know anything about soup at all. All I'm using is this Snoop situation and somebody saying, look, I don't care what you think my brand is. I don't care what you think about me. I got to do what's right for me and my family, and I got to make some hard choices. I got to make some changes, and I'm going to do that. And the fact he came out public about it, I think that's great, and I think that other people should pay attention, and hopefully they will be positively impacted by this radical change that Snoop has undertaken. Yeah, it's a radical change. And I salute the brother. I wish him well. But anybody who's selfishly thinking about themselves or thinking about some garbage about, I wish I could one day smoke with Snoop, Play a video of him doing it, dumb dumb. Just play a video. Just with a technology age. Just play. Take care of yourself, though. The ride's shorter than you think. Oh wow! I'll be ready, Tim Black. We'll be ready for the news, Tim Black. News, news, the news, news, the news clues. Oh, I'm so tired of hearing about Israel and hearing about the Palestinians. I'm just keeping it real with you guys. I'm tired of hearing about it. I'm tired of people not understanding that people are dying. I'm tired of being accused of everything from being a, a anti-Semitic to uh, being a Palestinian and not caring about Palestinians or, or whatever. I, where y'all been? This goes on every every time there's an uprising, every time there's a conflict in, in that part of the world, we have this same conversation. Every time. I've been paying attention for the last 10 years, and I've seen it like seven, six, seven, how many times? We always end up in the same place. We got a group of people saying, this ain't important. Some people saying, it's the most important thing in the world. And everybody point fingers and attacking. And every time I turn around, somehow, some way, black people are thrown into it. What the hell do African Americans have to do with what's going on? We're not perpetrating the violence against the Israelis or against the Palestinians. What the hell do we have to do with your animosity, your hate, your anger, your fear, your frustration, or whatever, American, I'm talking about American folks who are talking shit about black people as if black people are supposed to do something that they're not doing. Black people, what is it with you guys with what black people are supposed to do? You know what we're supposed to do is ride for ours. That's what we're supposed to do. Ride for ours. Harder than we've been riding. Be more intense with it. Be more focused with it. That's what we need to do. They say by 2053, there will be no more black people with any wealth, that our wealth will effectively be zeroed out. If we don't change something radically now, you think we did bad because of the pandemic, because of the shutdowns. We were already struggling. We were already falling off. We were already up against it. But you don't care. 
We're only useful to them when they can use us. When they can use us, like a wash rag for their ball sack. That's it, man. I'm sorry. Hey, I'm sorry. That was inartful. That was that. That's it, though. That's all they got. It's if dance or put, do, do, do something or sing something or do, do an acting job or something or cook us something, make us laugh. And if you ain't doing that, cry for us, Blackie. Do a Tim Scott. Do your best Cory Booker slash Tim Scott imitation and cry for us. Oh, Lord Jesus. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. What's happening? Lord, we okay? Is we okay? And if we ain't doing that, we ain't doing enough. We somehow fail in the world. And there are black people out there that are dumb enough to believe in this. They buy into it. They help the stereotype. They're part of their own shaming. If you ain't, if your mama never told you, let me tell you something. The only thing you got to do in this life is stay black and die. And that's all they cared about us doing for the first eight generations of us being in this country. Stay black and die. Also, on oh my bad, reproduced. But now they got new rules now. Now we got a cry on cue, dance on cue, be a part on cue, bug our eyes on cue. Someone said, Tim Black, don't address this guy. Don't address him. He's going to get too big. You ain't doing nothing but amplifying him. He's an actor in Hollywood. A part of a group of people that are so insulated, as he points out, So we're just envious of them because they got so much shit. Me talking about it ain't going to make them better. Nah, we got to address him and shame him and dress him down. I'm going to address him and dress him down. Folks, I give you D-rate actor, Michael Rappaport. To all my Jewish Friends, my Jewish brothers and sisters, stand tall. Stand tall. Do not let this fear, this sadness, this anxiety, and this dread overwhelm you. Draw strength from your family, from your friends, from your ancestors, and the worldwide bond that we share that has always put the battery in your back. We're used to being looked at as different because that's, that's what we are. We are different, and that's a good thing. I know that Jews are looked at as weak, but we're stronger than you can imagine. That's why you hurl propaganda bullshit that we control all the money, we control the media, because it's plausible. It's plausible because we're just that good, smart, compassionate, moral, and strong people. And we need to stand taller than ever against all those uh, sick Dumb, uneducated, black tar in their blood fucks who hate Jews because they ain't. You hate us because you ain't us. It's always been hurled our way. Hate, prejudice has always been hurled our way. And a lot of times we deal with it uh, with compassion, 
or the understanding uh, that it might be mental illness. Fuck that. Never again, you fucks. Anyone saying to me, be on the right side of history, knowing what side I'm on, means you're on the wrong side of history, which means you're on the side of terrorists, murderers, rapists, who would burn and behead you and your family. This guy's, uh, this guy's got a little bit of problem with reality. He's got a little bit of a problem with reality, sir. Let me get this right. The world sees you as weak. But they say you control all the money because you're that good. You think you're weak? But you're smart and compassionate, moral. We got black coal in our hearts. You hate us because you ain't us. No one shut his account down. They didn't see this as hate speech. Just a passionate person. Riding for his people. Just a passionate believer. A passionate supporter of Israel. That's all he is. Nothing wrong with calling people black-hearted and weak and whatever this was. We looked at, we used to being looked at as different. <clears throat> Dog. I don't know what you is, what you was. If you didn't tell me that you were, I wouldn't even know that you were. Like if, like if, like if you didn't tell me that I don't know what a rap report is. Like I don't, I don't understand why you think people can pick you out of a lineup. Everybody want to be black, but nobody want to be black. They even want their life to be subjected to what our lives have been subjected to. Or they want to be able to be special by the burdens that they've had to carry. But they're not, though, because they're not us and their lives are not the same. And definitely the current condition of your people are not the same as the condition of our people. And if you weren't talking to black people, why wouldn't you just say, hey, I'm not talking to you blacks. Hey, black people, I'm not talking to you. Well, his next video, we're going to find out he definitely was talking to us. No one's picking you out. I know I'm not. No one knows that you, it's who you are. No one knows what your designation is. No one knows. That, that, and, this is, and this is gets to a deeper problem, guys. This is a deeper issue. Look. Look, I, I got to say this to everybody, man. Somebody got to say it. I don't, I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I got some contemporaries uh, who I share a land with who does the same, who did the same thing. Let me. See. No one knows your status. Maybe if you're trans and it's not fully done cooked, maybe then people know and people can discriminate. But no one knows if you're bi or gay or, or no one knows if you're Jewish or. 
Catholic or whatever. No one knows. No one knows until you say, hey, guess what I am? Guess what, though? Guess what, Michael Rappaport? Guess what, brother? Everybody knows I'm black, and I don't even have to say it. My name don't have to be Tim Black. This ain't got to be Tim Black's black table. Hell, they don't even got to see me. All they got to do is hear me and know that I'm black. And then less people order, less people subscribe, less people buy. Cops pull me over more. They shoot me more. Okay? They give us more time. Not this abstract stuff you're talking about that you think is going on in people's head. I'm talking about it actually manifest in our lives. The burdens that manifest in our lives, sir. Not this abstract stuff that you say is going on and people are thinking something. Last time I checked, America was sending seven, was it? We sent $4 billion a year to Israel. You're not even there. You're here, dude. What are you even talking about? You're not even there, man. You just, you're, you are shameful. You're a shameful parasite on clickbait culture. You are a horrible clickbait fanatic who's been able to keep your garbage career bobbing. Just as I think you're going to drown, you find a way to rise, to put a little air, oxygen in your lungs by riding some other wave to get attention, by being bombastically and over the top in ignorance as hell, by offending as many as possible on whatever side you chose in order to maintain some type of relevance. Of course there's people that feel a certain way, that are horrible people, that are ignorant, not, not even, not, they're not ignorant, they know what they're doing. I don't look at racists as being ignorant. That's dumb shit. White people made that term up. Racists are just ignorant. Nah, they're hateful. Some of them are killers. So it is what it is. But make no mistake about it. This situation that you're talking about, which you're, yeah, there are people that are that way, but that is, that does not warrant this garbage that you put out. It does not mitigate this garbage right here. This, this dumpster fire, and it's all a cry for attention, man. What's wrong, bro? What's wrong? No one cares about your, your, your great, uh, magnificent role as Remy? Remember, what the Remy and Ice Cube movie back? Higher learning, that's it. What's wrong, man? Things kind of scuttled since then, since true romance. Things didn't quite get off the, the break. The, all that, all that you had going for you, all that, you're, you're smart, you're compassionate, you're moral, you're so great with money and all this stuff that you just bragged about. Why haven't you done better, dog? No, why haven't you done better? Hey, man, I'm from the, I'm a, we won't even consider citizens in our own country that we both are free against our will until like the 70s. What's your excuse, dog? Why aren't you killing it? That's the best you can do? A C-level podcast? Canceled shows? And on X, yelling and 
acting and staging like someone punched you in the face? <laughs> someone said to black, what's the kicker? The kicker is he's married to a black woman. So, don't change a thing. Would be the first black person willing to sell their soul and be with a fucking moron. My condolences to her. But that's that it. It's that over. It's that it. It's that over. There's more of whatever this guy is comedian, pot stirrer, troll. That's it. He's a troll. He ran out of Trump material. And then it only took a few tens of thousands of Palestinians to be slotted for him to get an opportunity to switch up his game. Here he goes here, talking more. To all my Jewish friends, my Jewish brothers. Yo, if 20 American tourists, 20, American tourists, forget the 1,200 people that were murdered, slaughtered, civilians. If 20 American civilians, all African-American, all black, all ages, were taken hostage, and 10 of them were murdered and raped, and there was 10 surviving American tourist hostages that were all black, there's not one motherfucker in this country that would be talking about cease fire. There's not one person. It would be bring the fucking hostages back. Now this right here, folks, was saying to test the time to show how ignorant this asshole is. I want this to be the I want this to be the thing that caps it off for this Michael Rappaport guy. Thousands and thousands more black people die in this country. Due to racism. Systemic racism. Nothing changed. Oh, because someone talked about it. You and you and the, you like the conservative Republicans. Oh, because George Floyd, oh, because they talked about George Floyd, people talked about it. Oh, okay, thanks a lot, Johnson. Then it gave to an organization that no one would have known about if it wasn't propped up by Democrats in order to make money off of it, in order to win elections to make Republicans look bad, a.k.a. BLM, the organization. Like, once again, that didn't change the plight of the black people that were catching hell in America. BLM does not change the plight of what's happening in America to black people. So just talking about it means nothing, dummy. That didn't fix anything for us. But see, unlike that, unlike what your situation is, we send billions in military aid to a foreign country, dog. What are you talking about? We live in America. Bigger than that is, why are you bringing us into this? Why is this conversation, even when it's got nothing 
to do. We talked about what's happening in Israel, what's happening with the Palestinians. That's contentious enough, but not enough for Michael because Michael wants clicks and wants to rile up the blacks. So you're, you know, for a guy who hates Trump, you sure like using his tactics. You sure like using his tactics because now you're using black people that have nothing to do with this at all, have the least amount of institutional power in this country than any other group in America. And what do you do to use black people as a backdrop to pry viewership and notoriety and attention, the currency of today, notoriety and attention, because you got all the other currency, right? Because you're so moral and smart and great business acumen, right? You know how to play the game, right? You're really good at it, right? But you use us in order to do what? In order to do what? To make a shitty point. When there's no correlation between the two groups. <coughs> Last I checked, we didn't run any industry. Unless it's the consumer industry. And then we don't run it. Can't run a consumer industry, dumb dumb. So I don't even know what you're talking about, dog. We don't want any industry in this country, nor do we control any media in this country. What are you talking about? Why is that? We don't control the military. We don't control the House, the Senate. We can't even get. We can't even get a federal law that demands that all black women be able to uh, get maternity leave to offset what's happening with black women had they died during childbirth. We had to pass a law for black women to be able to go to work and not be discriminated on their job, lose their job and black men too, because of the way of wearing their hair, the way it comes out of their heads, the way that it grows. I'm not a good example of this, but you understand what I'm saying. We had to have a law passed, and that law wasn't passed in, two, uh, in 1922, in 1879. It was passed last year, dog, for black women to be illegal to discriminate against black women and men. It's called the Crown Act. It's not even functional in every state. But you're talking as if we got some type of agency in America. Man, you are, look, I understand why people say don't talk to you, don't respond to you, because you are an idiot, you are a moron, you are off, you're out your tree, that you just, you're just a person who knows how to give views. But I think it's important to address people like yourself who make it a second career out of using us, throwing us under the bus, and using your wife as protective shield. Using your wife as a protective shield. You are garbage. That's what you are. Because if you didn't have a black wife, you probably wouldn't be saying the shit you're saying. You are a garbage individual, Michael Rappaport. You're a horrible, mor first of all, you're a moron, okay? Big time moron, big time hypocrite. But beyond that, you're also, you're just pure garbage, okay? Pure garbage. Your arguments don't make any sense. You're so great, you're so amazing, but people think you're dumb, but you're weak, but you're powerful, but you're moral, but you're ethical, but screw everybody. Then it's, why aren't black people, and what we would do if it was black people who were hurt? In another country, there's six million dead Congolese right now going, There are six million Congolese in the Congo who are dead that no one talks about. 
and you're upset that we ain't talking louder about you. And you're here. Why are you even here, man? Shouldn't you be in Israel helping to squash this thing, get this thing done? Shouldn't that be where you are, sir? Instead of being on Twitter X, complaining about what black people are not doing for the Jewish people? Shouldn't you be, don't you got a flight to catch? Or maybe you could just teleport. Click your heels twice. You're so smart. I'm, I'm sure you develop an apparatus that will make a, make a quick voyage or transportation even more effectively. Just hasn't been released to us black folks. So technology has been developed by you. Very smart, being very, very industrious. I don't even know what you're doing here, man. You should be out of the country right now, handling business. At any time you want to talk about this in person, we can, bro. You and I can have a conversation. But you too chicken shit for that. You too chicken shit to have a real conversation with a real black man face-to-face or even virtual. So I start throwing out some numbers. Start using those things called data points. When we start comparing whose people, what people, and where we are, and our stories, then we start seeing where some people contributed to our actual demise. Huh? We start having those conversations, and then you're going to start, oh, but you're, now you're being anti. Yeah, okay. But this not anti-black for you to go on this rant on Twitter. That's not anti-black. Guess what? I get to decide what's anti-black. If you get to decide what's anti, I get to decide what's anti. We could skip all of that. You could just shut up. That's what you could do. You could shut up. I could shut up, and I can move on with my my content to get to things that really matter, and leave you alone. But you need to leave us alone. You thin-lipped moron, leave us alone. Get out, get some sun, some melanin, and shut up. Stop bringing us into your shit. We don't control a single, we don't withhold a single dollar. We have no ability to stop a single dollar that goes to Israel. We have, we have no control over how much support Biden gives to Israel or doesn't give to Israel. We have no control. We can't even get, we can't even get incubator, like, business programs. For black businesses, we've been held back structurally, intentionally by our own government for the last 300 years. And we can't even say, hey, develop a program that helps us because you've been strategically holding us back. Give a program that helps us specifically. And they go, can't do it. That's race-based. But it was race-based when you were fucking us over for the last 300 years. But you can't help us specifically. You can screw us specifically, but you can't help us specifically. You can't find a way to put the wording together somehow, some way that you help us specifically. But when it was able, you were able to put the words together to hurt us specifically, that was fine. And you want to, and we're your example. We're your example of what the world would do if it was us, dog. We're not good bargaining chips. 
You could have picked a worse example. I'm going to move on. I'm losing my voice. Next. Not to, be, not to be outdone in hypocrisy. Not to be outdone, guys. And I've been saying this, and I'm going to keep on saying it until people get it. Just because people can run for president doesn't mean they should. Just because you can run for president doesn't mean you should run. And as all, all the people that have been saying, oh, my God, Dr. Cornell West, why is Dr. Cornell West running for president? I want to know why Vivek Ramaswamy's running. No, why is he really running? Why is that guy running? Because it seems like all he's ever good at is somehow doing what Mr. Rappaport does, which is throw black people under the bus. It seems like what he's really best at is somehow, I mean, if it wasn't for him writing a book called Woke, how it's destroying America. It's just that the gaslighting and the nonsense, and it's so it's so easy to be a GOP rep. It's so easy to be a GOP candidate. It's so easy to succeed as a member of the Republican Party, guys. It's so easy to be a conservative commentator. All, everything on that side is so easy because all you got to do is point at black people, act afraid, pretend that something in their culture is taking over the world, and somehow you catapult to the top. Point at, point at black people, point at anything black, it has black around it or anything that you can associate with blackness in any way, no matter how extreme, no matter how peripheral, no matter how detached, if you can attach it to black people, you can get yourself a career. Candace Owens has done it. Vivek Ramaswamy has done it. So many others have done it. Here goes Vivek doing exactly that. To all my Jewish... Yo, if 20... This idea that Elon Musk is an anti-Semite, which is making its rounds in the print media right now, is pretty insane, actually. But it's also not shocking, given the culture that we live in. Nothing annoys the hell out of me more than when we try to stifle any discussion or open debate or dissent with the use of some type of untouchable label. We saw this a few years ago after George Floyd died and you had the BLM protests across the country and corporate America gets in on the act. If you defect from the Ibram Kendi-led anti-racist dogma, that would automatically mean that you're racist. At a time, certainly a couple of years ago, where there was no greater damnation in America than to be called a racist. No matter what they talk about, no 
matter what they talk about, guys. Somehow, it leads back to us. You talk about anti-Semitism with Elon Musk and a tweet he put out, and people had backlash for it. And nothing to do with, nothing to do with us at that time, but somehow, some way, to make the point, to stick the landing somehow. They got to go back to black people. They got to throw black people under the bus somehow and tie it to us. Now, the thing about BLM that I'm that he said that really gets him upset or gets was really struggling, gets him upset, gets him, gets him upset, gets him upset, gets him tired. Well, the thing that gets me upset about BLM is that only morons, only the morons can't understand that without big institutions putting money in BLM, the organization, there would have never been a BLM organization. Even when these people complain about Ibram Kendi, they're smart enough to know. They all know. All of them know. Maybe not Vivek, because he just talks fast. Doesn't mean he's really smart. He truly could be an imbecile. He didn't give himself a grant. Even Kennedy didn't give himself a grant. He was used by others. Put into a position I don't know even know if he was qualified for, ready for, whatever, but they gave him money and they gave him this status and it fulfilled a purpose for them. And then when it ceased to fulfill that purpose, they exposed him. Knock his legs from up under him. And then people like Vivek make points about it. Vivek and Glenn Lowry and over and over. And he's Tucker Carlson. All of them just, look, see, 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 see. But we all know the root cause of it, the root beneficiaries of it, the actual developers, the actual builders of these entities were not black Americans. Black Americans did not have the money to fund black to fund BLM. Whatever this other project is you're talking about. We obviously did not fund it. Hell, we can't even fund, we could barely fund Dr. Umar's school. Into Rick the She's Museum. I mean, real, let's keep it real, guys. What are we talking about? So Vivek, unless he, unless, he, unless he is a complete moron, and they're just giving him Ivy League degrees just because of who his mom and daddy is, who I'm not so convinced, just because, just because people come over to America as immigrants doesn't mean they didn't have jobs and degrees in the countries they were in before they got here. I'm so tired of people lying and pretending, I came to America, pulled myself up on my bootstraps, I was an immigrant. My parents came here broke. Yeah, but they came here broke with master's degrees. You know how much money it costs to get to America? How do they afford to get here? Costs a lot of money to get to America. How did you afford to get here? How did they afford? How did both of them afford to get here? And how many degrees did they have? I think that they were already professors before they got to this country here to pull themselves up by their bootstraps. But that's not the point of my argument. The point of my argument is What they do, what they have in common, guys, is that they point at us, and that's all they need to make a career out of themselves. It's by using black people, throwing black people under the bus, black people walking by, minding their own business. 
and it'll be somebody, some white guy like Tucker Carlson, some white guy like Vivek Ramaswamy. And he would see that as a compliment. It's not a diss. He's whiter than this sheet of paper. And racist. Come on. Why has why he had his glitch, this uncontrollable twitch? Black people, black people, BLM, black people, black people, BLM, black people, George Floyd, George Floyd, George Floyd. It's like a robot. George Floyd, George Floyd, George Floyd. Breonna Taylor, Breonna Taylor, Breonna Taylor. That's it. It's what they do because they got nothing else. They're uncreative. And they know that works because they know the type of racist, bigoted, inbred. They know who their they know who their base is. They know who their base is. They know who they're dancing for. That's why when people tell me people of color, I'm gonna slap them in the head with a box of Pringles. And whenever people people come to me with this people of color stuff, as if there's some type of coalition. I mean, I. I I don't see I don't see no people of color people of color signatures on my situation. I don't I don't see them signing up to oh we're running together with the black man. I, I didn't when did we come to some type of an agreement that we have a shared plight? Last I checked, they use all our struggle and pain that black people have and all the gains that black people have made in the United States, they come here to take advantage of it and they jump right over us, step right over us, and go to cocktail parties and Listen to rich white people and say how horrible black people are. Or go to their sororities and fraternities and laugh about us while dancing to our music. But, but Snoop is different. That's what they do time and time again. And I think it's very obvious, and I think it's time we call it out. And I think it's great to have black independent media to call out the nonsense, to call out the Vivek Ramaswamis. But more importantly, to call out the base of people that make Vivek Ramaswamy and the Michael Rappaports and all the rest of them possible. They're only doing it because there's a demand for it. This is a capitalistic society. And if there's a demand, it will come, the, the products will be produced. He hasn't caught the market on this throwing black people under the bus. Not by a long shot. It's a very thirsty market. It's ever expanding. So, I, I say, look, I say, hey, Vivek, I understand that you want to have talking points. I, I still don't know why you're running for office. I have no clue why you're really running for office. It appears that you're running, off, running for office just to dump on black people at every turn. It damn sure isn't to win. What message are you trying to convey? What's your point? 
I made her speak truth to power. People need to know. And the people, I be, I be, I be, yeah, okay. Okay. That's what this is, truth to power. That you were so, oh, the victimization of the, of the, of the wealthy, of the, uh, the heterosexual white guy. So, so victimized. Uh, it's disgusting, really. Oh, it's so victimizing. I had to listen to George Floyd stories. We couldn't say anything. We couldn't call him the N-word or nothing for two years. We couldn't call him any of the N-word. Couldn't say what we wanted to say. We had to sit there and listen to them talk. Could just change the channel. Could just went to another thread, Vivek. Could have just not voted like you didn't vote the other four times you were given an opportunity to. He has found out, found out, had it up to here, man. Had it up to here. I was listening to my Eminem records. I was getting upset, man. Had on my Doc Siders. I was getting upset, man. Listen to all these black people talk funny. Call me goofy. Say I wasn't cool. Whatever wanted to beat me up. Vivek Ramaswamy is a grifter. We know this. But this campaign is full of nothingness, lies. The bitterness of a first-generation American from a well-to-do family who was able to swindle, pump and dump stock all the way his way into the presidential, presidential race. He's tapped into something, and that something is the bigotry and the hatred of black Americans. And every time things get a little low for him, every time there's a little doubt about how good he can do in his race, he goes back to the well and extracts more talking points. They throw black people under the bus and their base claps. Repeat. Next up, guys, next up. There have been some fighting, some infighting in the uh, conservative world. These guys are really going at each other, man. I was like, wow, this is really what's happening? Candace, Candace Owens and Ben Shapiro going at it. I'm like, wow, these two multi-millionaires pissed off at each other. Um, I think it's hilarious. I'm glad to see it. I almost thought there for a second that conservatives never fought about anything. Ha, 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 ha. Yeah, that's funny. That's funny. Man, I don't care about these backstabbing bastards, man. Let them do what they do. We got so many other things to worry about. I get you, and I'm with you on that. I do believe that. But I am going to stop a minute. I'm going to make some time, bruh. Because you know what you're saying is true. But I can say that about everything. We ain't got no time for that. We don't need to talk about that. It applies in so many cases, man. Real talk. But we ain't talking about bettering our families. Somehow building ourselves up, how to make our, how to actually be free in this country, how to finally truly be free. Yeah, I know, man, because that's really what's up. Once I figure it out, I'll be the first to let you know, bro. I'm working on it. Join TimBlackTV.com. Join TimBlackTV.com. Go to the website. Join us. 
So Candace Owens and uh, Ben Shapiro been at each other's necks with words. Oh, no. It's funny, man. Um, <clears throat> for some reason, people believe that the only the only black folks get at each other on the internet. And I, and I guess if you never go anywhere else on the internet, you never know that other groups, white groups fight too, like Ben Shapiro and Candace Owens. Oh, come on, Tim, don't whitewash her. She whitewashed herself a long time ago. These talking points... What I love so much about their debates, their arguments is it started because Candace Owens said some things and Ben Shapiro didn't like it. And I don't know exactly when the Nikki Haley, she said like one thing and then she said something about Nikki Haley and uh, I, I, don't switch, don't turn us off. Let me, let me get to this because everybody might not know. Okay. This idea that. Well, I am here today to endorse Nikki Haley for president of Israel. I think she's earned that. I think Bibi Netanyahu is going through a very bad time right now. Support for Israel has virtually collapsed socially. If you're paying attention to the trends and you're paying attention to what people are watching, you're paying attention to the protests. And the one person that I think is capable of getting it back is Nikki Haley with enough money from foreign interest lobbies. So there it is, guys. I'm endorsing Nikki Haley, president of Israel. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's, uh, I thought that was hilarious. Um, I'm not going to play it, but the GOP debates, Nikki Haley was very, very supportive of Israel. I'm surprised she didn't get it tattooed on her cheek. She was really like, the first thing I thought when I saw what happened on October 7th, November 7th, that's it. The first thing I thought was, kill them all. I was like, Jesus, lady. Jesus Christ, lady. Genocide Nikki. Nikki, Nikki, Nikki. Woo! Disgusting. And we thought Hillary was bad. She is. Nikki wanna be Hilly. Nikki and Hilly. Sitting in the tree. K-I-L-L. All the black people. Or the brown people, or the people that look kind of brown or black. It's in Ukraine, all the money you got. <clears throat> so I get why Candace is saying this about Nikki Haley, because Nikki, she won an honorary place in the, in the, she could probably run right now. I know that uh, very few people in Israel were disappointed in her support for Israel. Here's the thing, though, man. What Ben Shapiro did in response to that, I thought was hilarious. Because he went after Candace Owens. Look at the crowd as Ben goes after Auntie Ben's. Well, I am here today to endorse Elon. Nikki Haley. Well, 
question. The, the, the question was about Candace Owens. I think her behavior during this has been disgraceful. Without a doubt. I can't I think, that, I think that her, her faux sophistication on these particular issues has been ridiculous. It's not faux sophistication, it's ridiculous. Everybody can see the moves that she's making and the things that she's saying, and I find them distracting. All right, so, I don't know, maybe, maybe that was a little bit hard to hear for folks, so let me just, let me just tell you what he said. He said, uh, Shapiro calls Owens faux sophistication on the war between Israel and Hamas, disgraceful. Uh, he did so after Owens falsely accused Israel of committing genocide. That's just your opinion there, baby. Owens responded by posting a Bible verse accompanied by the caption, you cannot serve both God and money. At that point, Shapiro reminded her that she could cease taking a paycheck from the Daily Wire at any time. And that's when it came out. That she can't, he can't even fire her if he wants to. He's not the CEO of the Daily Wire. He's not making day-to-day -day decisions at the Daily Wire. And I don't want to make it very clear. And I do want to make it very clear. Because people are like, how could you possibly stay at the Daily Wire after this? I have a very good relationship with the co-CEOs at the Daily Wire, especially right now. So anyway, and then a guy, whoever this person was, Caleb Robinson, the acting CEO, said he wouldn't fire Candace, only can't fire her. And if he could fire her, he wouldn't fire her. So here we go, guys. And this is why this is all hilarious. It's all hilarious because, to me, being Jewish is an identity. Just like being black is an identity. And that's what the Piros hate more than anything else. Any be complacent, complaining about wokeness and about identity politics for the last 10 years. And what's he doing? Standing up for his identity. Isn't this about identity? And look at poor Candace. Getting pummeled by her, kind of like her boss, kind of like a boss, overstepping on his toes in his identity. Meanwhile, she's left her identity behind so many, so many months ago, so many years ago. It's pathetic. Yeah. See, part of the conservative credo is identity bad. Well, black identity bad. Not white nationalism, not bad. Not Israel, not bad. Not that identity. Not, relig not religious identity, just black skin identity. Well, they also don't like LGBTQ people either. That's the problem, too. They always complain. This person's trans and they got a beer can sent to their house. I still don't understand what that was all about. I thought the beer cans with the, the TikToker was in every store. It was... A personal, they sent them a personal can and you had a problem. Anyway, they, they gaslight on these stupid issues. But my thing is that we got Candace Owens, we got Ben Shapiro, and Ben Shapiro is going after her for talking smack about his identity group. 
No, I'm not talking about short white guys who wear funny hats. His identity group. That's what he got a problem with. That's why he's going after her. She is an employee of his, and he's still going after her over that. And that is hypocritical as hell. But see, Candace Owens would never stand up for black people and go after Bishop Pearl for dumping on black people. Hell no, because she agrees with that. That's how she's made her millions. Throwing black people under the bus. And why not? As I stated before, we have no power in this country. We can't do nothing to her except not go see her. And when we complain about her like I am now, we're only helping her in the algorithm. Still, we got people that will say, why aren't black people doing more for the Jewish people? Right? Even though we're the group of people that can't do for ourselves. But all we can do, what makes us valuable, is what we can do for others. We give others legitimacy, sort of like what Candace Owens has done for Daily Caller, giving them legitimacy and the faux diversity. Got a woman, check, and got a black woman. Check, check, check. Check, check, check. So Ben can, ben can go to the, he can go to the canvas, the, the hardwood, to the pile on for his identity, Candace can't do the same. And that's why they don't consider Shapiro a sellout, but Candace sure is one, because she's never went to the pile on for black people, not once. She's gone against them, went to the pile on, dragging one of us down, complaining about a rapper, destroying the black culture, Never about the problems that be behind the scenes that are actually the ones, because if that rapper was gone tomorrow, guess what? There'd be more rappers. But see, what we like to do, or what, what they like to do, not what we like to do, what they like to do is go after individuals, not systems. I got the same beef with the Democrats. They like going after individuals and not systems too. Because that if they went after systems, they might accidentally fix some shit. We can't have that. Oh, no, we don't want to accidentally fix racism. We just want to make money off of it because it's more money in a comeback, not to cure. They don't want to fix systemic racism. We don't know how to word it correctly because if we word it with the word black, the whole system will malfunction. It will be unconstitutional. But, yeah. That's, I'm not going to get into the weeds on the Ben Shapiro, Candace Owens thing. Not that interesting. But I am interested in seeing just how bad it, badly they go at it and how sad it is that Candace Owens is such a sellout. You know what? She sees it. She just doesn't care. She doesn't care. How could she? She sold her soul so long ago, her receipt. has evaporated. You can't even read the receipt anymore. That's how long ago it's been since she sold her soul for that conservative money. Whenever I see a conservative man, whenever I see a conservative with a substantial following, I don't even stop anymore. Like, the last time I stopped was some guy on YouTube named Knight. It's like I'm scrolling. 
you know, you know, since I talk, since I, you know, I, since I tell the truth about Democrats, I call Democrats out a lot. In my feed, sometimes they'll give me people that do the same. I'm like, oh, look at this guy. Okay, why this guy? Wow, that's a black guy doing commentary on politics. He's calling out the Democrats. Oh man, he's got a million subs. Who's this guy? Maybe we can link up. Oh, conservative. Dog, if you're a conservative and you black and you're making money, you ain't, you ain't shocking. Doesn't mean you're good at what you do. Doesn't mean a damn thing. Nah, that's why you in that tank top looking all swole up. And been talking all meek. Like you, like you holding Bambi on your lap. Massaging her to sleep. Oh, Bambi, I you doing, Bambi? I'm just a big brute. Big green mile looking mofo. But it doesn't matter what you do or what you say. As long as what you say or what you do doesn't help us. See, you can talk about paint dry as long as when it's a cop shooting and you side with the cops, like Officer Tate, you're good to go. Or like those horrible twins that I thought died in a, a terrible coon accident at sea who somehow have found a way to maintain an audience. Doing the worst two stooges I've ever seen. Who's on third? Who's on first? What's on first? What's on second? Who's on third? Who's going home? Ah, listen here, see? Oh, dry jokes. No setups, no real punchlines. With steroids. But it worked for him. Jesse Lee Peterson can barely complete a sentence. Barely complete a sentence. Turned out to be the biggest hypocrisy with the late recent allegations against him. And what happened to him? Nothing. Because when it's time to throw black people under the bus, he's throwing them under the bus, man. No hesitation either. He's swift the way Jesse Lee Peterson throws him under the bus. He's just chucking him like firewood, baby. As long as he does that, they don't care what he does in his personal life. And as long as you do it, they don't care about what you, who you are and what you know. They don't care if you know anything about the electoral college or thought it was an actual college. It is what it is. It really is. It's good to see the right eat some of the right for a change. It's all white, because it's all right. Yeah. I think that's everybody. It's so much content to get through. And I still got more to get through, guys. So I'm hoping that you will stick around for that. You know, uh, stay glued to the channel. My name is Tim Black. Remember how to find me. But more importantly, remember how to become a member of the Tim Black Wolfpack, because, yeah, they haven't gotten rid of me yet. And for some reason, when I'm speaking the truth, it kind of just works. No teleprompter. I thought you guys didn't like this. You like teleprompters? For real, it's, it seems like it's acceptable. I was, I'm just bred from a different group, man. I thought 
I was cut from the cloth that if you can't keep it up here, huh? But am I wrong? It's like all the major political, it's like they read off just reading stuff. And wonder why it sounds like he's reading. Because he's reading. And wonder why she sounds like she's reading. She is reading. People go like, yeah. Though we didn't want MSNBC. I don't know. It is what it is, man. I don't know. Hey, they're doing something right. I'm doing something wrong, apparently. All I know is thank you for doing what you're doing. Thank you for coming here. Go to jointinblacktv.com. Become a member of the show. Starting at only five bucks. Got more content on the way. My voice, my throat is killing me. But I feel like we did the job today. We did God's work. But you let nobody take your cornbread. And they say, why does Tim Black keep doing this show? You're crazy. And it's a new day. If you've gotten this far, go one step further and click the subscribe button to get updated on all our latest content. The Tim Black Show is the number one black political independent media channel in the country. Join us today at jointimblack.com. And remember, it's a new day.